All right, it's time for another edition of Singles Only Podcast. My name is Paul Farvar, and on tonight's episode, we have no supervision, voice of reason on this one, but we do have comedian and songwriter Johnny Cardinale. All right, you've heard me talk about him before, and uh, if you are new to the podcast, you must know about my friend Scott Shapiro. Uh, If you have been injured on the job and need compensation, you may be entitled to payment for not only your medical treatment, but pay while you're off work and other compensation as well. My dear friend, attorney Scott Shapiro has been helping injured workers for 20 years here in Chicago. Contact him at 312-648-8800 or email him at scott at scottshapirolegal.com. His law office is a full-service law firm, and in addition to workers' compensation cases and work injuries, the law office can handle any and all of your legal needs, including entertainment law. All consultations are initially free of charge, so do not take a chance and wait. Call him. 312-648-8800 or check out his website at scottshapirolegal.com. Let him know we sent you. I want to welcome our new sponsor, The Hidden Shamrock, located at 2743 North Halstead on Halstead and Diversity in Lincoln Park, Chicago. At The Hidden Shamrock, you can see live music on Saturday nights and live comedy Tuesdays and Friday nights. Check them out online, thehiddenshamrock.com, or like them on Facebook at The Hidden Shamrock. That is a great club, you guys. Check out that bar in Lincoln Park, and also go check them out for your Michigan State games and New England Patriot games. That's thehiddenshamrock.com at 2743 North Halstead in Lincoln Park. Welcome to Singles Only Podcast. My name is Paul Farvar, and tonight we have nobody with me, as I said earlier, uh, riding shotgun. There's no voice of reason to keep us in line, but we have a, a good friend of mine. We've worked together in the past. He's a, he's, a, he's a comedian. He's a singer. He's a songwriter. He does it all. He's a triple threat here in Los Angeles, Johnny Cardinale. Hey, how's it going, everybody? Thanks for having <laughs> me on, Paul. Thanks for uh, thanks for doing this and thanks for coming out here. We had uh, we had some technical difficulties with the batteries that we had to cover and we had to do a road trip and uh, made it happen. We made it happen. And, mm-hmm. and Johnny, this is you give me uh, concern here because you are first of all this show's called Singles Only, so I have to ask. We ask everyone up top. You are single. Correct? I am one hundred percent single. How yes. is that possible? You're a good looking guy. You're hilarious. <laughs> You can sing. I mean, these are all things that I, I don't have the looks of you, but I have the, <laughs> the, the comedy, and I was a singer and songwriter, too. So it was That's like, right. You know all about that. Yeah. yeah. That's right. We hit up the karaoke in, oh, uh, in uh, Arizona That's together. right. In Scottsdale, across trying the street to, from the Laugh Factory. Trying to pick up some broads, <laughs> some girls. Didn't happen either. <laughs> no. You crushed it, though. I remember like, you did like, I, I five songs. I love karaoke probably more, way more than I should, to be honest with you. It's so That funny. might be the reason I'm singing. <laughs> Well, I think it's funny because most, uh, most I started as a musician and I, I became a comedian, and then uh, and you are you kind of were more of a, a an established comedian, and now you're like trying to go back into singing songwriting. It's really weird. It's it's like I'm I uh, being single. I was divorced about four and a half years ago. I haven't I've been on one date since then in four are and a half serious? years. One date. And that was only two weeks ago, and it was brutal, by the way. <laughs> And uh, actually, I went on another date, but it was like it only lasted for an hour. It was a bumble day. It's the only on 
app online, I guess, app date everyone. Yeah. That was about a year ago. That was just weird. It was more like a friendship kind of thing, but I've only been on one really where I met a girl and we got actually, yeah. I went, we met up and blah, blah, blah. But yeah, as far as the singing songwriting thing, just real quick, I, I had been writing songs for a long time. I'm singing and, uh, you know, I got into comedy and I used music in my comedy. Then I put the guitar right. down and I did stand up with it. And then, but I had all these serious songs. They're not comedic at all. And, uh, about almost three years ago, I would said, you know what, Bef I got to get this off my bucket list. Uh, just go out and sing my own. So I went to an open mic. I was a nervous wreck because you know, you're singing about yourself, yeah. singing about heartache and blah, blah, blah. And, uh, did two songs and it was real noisy in the bar and then didn't go all that well, but it didn't go terribly. So I went back the next week and the host was really cool. He put me at ease right away. Yeah. Like I felt, you know, when you start off comedy, you go to these open mics, it's just kind of a brutal, brutal feeling, man. I don't yeah. know what it is about comics or, or whatever, but it, it was a different vibe with the singer songwriter thing. I'm sure the competition is still there, but the guy was really cool. Everybody supported. And anyhow, anyhow cut, to, cut to, it's almost three years now, and I've been doing it consistently, singing, songwriting. Along yeah. while I'm doing comedy, I've been doing draw a wall. Not like I'm doing singing, songwriting as a comedian doing it. I go out, I am just a singer, songwriter that night. And I'm playing the House of Blues in Anaheim this nice. Thursday, all originals. That's about my 15th time playing there. I play That's all around awesome. LA. I got, I got, found a label, found me on Instagram. Nice. I signed with them, small label. And uh, they've released three of my songs on Spotify and iTunes. So I haven't made any money really at it yet, but, but I'm doing, doing it because I love it. That's but you're why. you're doing it. Yeah. yeah but I now, probably wish I would have chosen singing, songwriting, other than comedy way so, back in the day. But how are you, how are you not uh, dating? Is it? I mean, it's clearly by choice then because you're busy or like you're not. I don't know, man. I haven't met. You know, my dad just asked me that this my dad literally, and keep in mind, my dad has seven children through four wives. He's been through a lot of stuff. Oh. And, he, and he's in a currently in an on-again, off-again girlfriend-boyfriend relationship for nine years. So my dad has been through a lot of relationship stuff. And he asked me the same thing. He goes, dude, it's time. He goes, you need a girlfriend. You're just... You're, you're, you spend too much time single. <laughs> this well, is like two weeks ago. You just covered something too that if my co-host usually is on here is like the voice of reason. She's like, well, your dad's been married four times too. Yeah, so, yeah. So it's, is that something that you look... And you've been married. So I it, was married, yeah. Uh, it didn't you, last long. I caught her cheating five months and eight days after we got married. Geez. We got married on our four and a half year anniversary. So... That's so it's going, you know, they say as long as you've been with somebody, that's a long that's how long it takes to sort of get over it. Yeah. I'm almost at the point now where I'm I've been away from her as much as I was with her. So I'm getting to the point now where probably I should start dating. Again. So you were you were dating for four and a half years and then you got married? We were living together basically for four and a half okay. years. Got married on our four and a half year anniversary. Okay. And then less than six months later, caught her cheating and that was it. You know, so then we just started the proceedings of <laughs> You know. Well, let's split things up. Yep, yep. Uh, you know, no therapy, no like apologies, no we're going to work this out. Once somebody cheats, it's done. It's over, yeah, yeah. It's over, man. Did that should be the one thing anybody, <laughs> she's sort of half apologized. To be honest with you, I think she wanted out, you know. It was a way out. It's a way to, Perhaps, to sabotage the relationship. Yeah, you know, well, she didn't want to get caught, I don't think, but I don't, I don't personally think, I'm not even trying to put this person down, I don't think nothing gets to her that deeply. I don't think she's yeah. that prof. I don't think she feels that profoundly. So she for her, Oh, this marriage is done. Okay. Well, on to my next. And she's from LA. I take it. Mm -mm. Oh, even worse. Michigan. Oh no. <laughs> I'm from, I'm from Ohio. So <laughs> right. I should have, I should have known right there. Yeah. You guys hate each other. Ah, uh, yeah. There's a, so has that changed her? Do you want to get married? Again? Oh yeah. Yeah. You do. Oh, definitely. Yeah. I always take time off in between relationships. I always have. I've always taken years years off. I've never gone from one to the next ever. It's always been even if I'm dating somebody for three months, once I'm done, if it's if it's considered quote unquote a relationship, once I'm out, I'm done with it. I take t way time off. I've never. I don't go 
sleeping around just to make myself feel better. I've, I've, I've I just enjoy going back to being single, and that's right. and then. And then sometimes it lasts way too long. Like before I met her, I was a single for 11 years. Oh, wow. <laughs> you know I mean? so, no relationships at all? Nope, or like not even in, like in three 11 months years, or something? Nope, nothing. How was that? Well, I was traveling a lot then. That's true. And it just, you know, it makes it a really tough when you're traveling. Well, you do the USO tours too. I do a lot of those. Uh, but at, at that time, I was doing a ton of colleges. Okay. So I get in my car. I'd be back in the Midwest and the East Coast for three months at a time, just, you know, hitting all these places and. But yeah. what, let, let me ask you this though. You, when I asked you if you wanted to be married, you were like, "Oh yeah." Like, what is it that point. <laughs> appeals to you about marriage? I just think it's. Uh, I believe in the old institution. I really okay. do. I, you know, it's tough when you're do what we do also because you know you are are monetarily. It, you know, we don't know. It's not like a schedule. We don't For work sure. nine to five. You know, what I mean, getting somebody who goes along with that kind of life that we lead. Uh, it's 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 not the easiest thing to meet. You gotta be like insane to want a little to do bit. That. Yeah, yeah, you do have to be a little bit, or or you have to be sort of an artist yourself, I guess, or you have to be one of those nine to five person who likes being with somebody who's crazy because yeah. you're not. You know, was uh was the last relationship you had? She wasn't a comedian, I take it. No, no. she didn't even really. To be honest with you, she didn't really even like comedy that much, <laughs> and she didn't like music much either. And you know, I didn't really, when I was in the house with her. All that time. We had dogs and stuff, so we had an active lifestyle. But sure. I realized in all that time, I never really picked, picked up the guitar and sang a song for her. I just, because I know she didn't like it, I wasn't. And so that's what, once I got over, I go, I can't believe I haven't been singing for all this time. That's what drove me to go out and start singing my own yeah. songs. And I got I got reinvigorated singing, and now it's sort of taken over a big part of my life. Actually, it's like a silver lining of the of the breakup. Yeah, the you know, I mean, my dad says you dodged a bullet. You didn't have any kids, and you got out. Right. She didn't really fight me on anything financially. We we got up through it amicably, and so as far as it could have been a lot worse. Yeah. You know, I've seen my dad go through some brutal brutal uh, right divorces. <laughs> but see, your dad. But you said your dad's been married and uh, or divorced four times. You had a bad experience with marriage, but you still. After all that, like you, you want to get back on that horse? Yeah, at some point, you know what okay. I mean. Uh, I, I'm not bitter about. Ah, oh, it's the terrible. Not at all. What What is it? Do you want to have kids though? Yes, you, I okay. would like that. So kids. that makes sense. A lot yeah. of people, a lot of my friends who are married and in unhappy relationships will say, "Well, the only reason to get married is to have kids." But mm-hmm. if you don't want to have kids, then I'm like, "Well, why the fuck are you going to go through with this?" I know a lot of people, not a lot, but I know a few people that have been together for ten, fifteen years, not married. Uh, have kids, right. someone they're they're like we, you know we don't need it we don't need the paperwork yeah or you know and I and I go I understand you know it's a new way of thinking these days it's not the forties and nineteen fifties and sixties well the L A too <laughs> that is for sure man I mean it's a little different out here I guess than let's just say Euclid Ohio where I'm from but you know I got two cousins back there that are right my age were were buddies one of them got married after school and happily married two kids the other one got married two kids brutal divorce. You know, so it happens everywhere. Yeah, you know. And but then in in Ohio, there's not a lot to do, so you have to get married. Everybody gets like married a lot younger back there. Yeah. It's just it's just what you do. You Less know? options. Well, there's that too. But it's <laughs> just it's just most people get their day jobs. They you know they're they're you know out here they're everybody's scattered. You know, yeah. and too. So I think I think in L. A. and even in Chicago or any metropolitan Big area cities, for the yeah. most part, they're just selfish. People are not are not selfish, but they're just want to grow individually before they. Co- combine with somebody else. Nah, they're selfish. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. I mean, I'm so I'm single, so I can say that, and I've been told I'm very selfish. And well, you know, we're pursuing something for ourselves. Some right. people sort of live for others, or live yeah. to get married, and then live for their kids, and that's what they do. 
I think so. My dad has sort of done that, to be honest with you. I think he's always kind of lived for his kids. I don't even know if he knows how to live for himself. Yeah. He's always doing stuff for the kids. He's got plenty of time. He's pretty much financially secure now. And all he, you know, he, but he's always running to help the kids out. And we're like, Dad, go take a trip. Go yeah. take a cruise. Just go, go take a month. And go do so something away. for yourself. Yeah, yeah. Go and he just—it's not what he does. He doesn't you know? know how to do it. He doesn't know how to do it. Yeah, it's a different generation too. They were our parents were—you know—they worked their asses off to provide. Yep. And they didn't really have hobbies. Like I talked to him, I'm like, "Well, what's your hobby?" He's like, "I don't know." He started playing golf in his like late sixties. <laughs> yeah, my dad plays golf too. Yeah. yeah, but he didn't know how to play golf when he was younger, so he didn't even do that. So. No, it's true. I mean, my my dad painted a little bit, but basically, work has I did been his that thing. Too, yeah. My dad's a worker. He gets yeah. up and goes to work. I mean, he works harder than anybody I've ever met in my entire life. Yeah. Still, to this so, day. So now uh, you see, you saw how your dad is, and now you still want to get married. Now, how are you? How are you not going on dates in L.A.? You're doing these shows. You're at House of Blues. You're at stand-up shows. You're a good-looking guy. How are you? Are you not approached by women after shows like almost all the time? Nah, not so much. It's funny. People used to ask me when I did colleges. Because I've done a lot of colleges through the years. They go, dude, you're doing colleges. You're hanging out afterwards. I'm like, <laughs> first of all, absolutely not. Because you don't know how old somebody is. But not only that, you get done with a college. You've probably done a college yeah. show. They're like all there. They're with you. You're for, there for an hour. Three minutes after the show's over, they're, they're gone. gone. They're yeah. back to their dorms. They're going off to a party. Or they're going to Literally, they're gone. Yeah. You're not like this big star like you think you're going to be. They're yeah, gone. Yeah. And then uh, after, I don't make myself, I guess, maybe revival. It's, it's funny, though. I, I've done quite a few cruise ships over the last year. Oh, yeah. And then you're on the ship, so you have to see these people. And it's really weird because I actually have met a few really nice girls on these cruise ships. You know, one I just met on the cruise in, uh, in uh, what's July. She lives in Germany, though. You know what I mean? Yeah. And she, but she like, really wanted to, like, find a way for us to get together. I'm like, you know, I don't, it's not very Germany, realistic. Yeah. You know I mean? Uh, you know, that's, I mean, there's long distance and then there's, this is not going to happen distance. You <laughs> yeah. Know? That's crazy. But you know, it was like, she was really nice and we hung out for a couple of days, you know, just, just, just talking and stuff like that. But sure. it was kind of like a little like, Oh, that's right. I, I probably should date a little bit. Yeah. You know? And you mentioned you went on Bumble here and I went on a Bumble date about, about a year and a half ago and i've just bumble i don't i don't i don't really yeah. not that i frown upon them i just have never used them no you can frown upon them. okay the apps and stuff yeah <laughs> and i you know this girl and and uh you know i met her up and at this at this uh bar and she doesn't drink and she's she's a krav maga ex black belt and krav maga very nice very sweet the problem is she just was just kind of i had to keep the entire conversation oh, yeah. going and it just um you know just kind of like i just was there's awkward there, yeah. you know it was very nice pleasant hey nice to meet you and i think we both kind of understand and then i went on a date two weeks ago with this girl who i met through a friend my friend's band played at the roxy and i went to see them and then my other friend just randomly happened to be having a party birthday party next door at the rainbow so i told my friend who played the roxy hey when you guys are done i'm gonna be next door come on over once you guys clean up all your gear so he came over with some friends and there's this girl and we were all dancing i was just dancing with this girl and she was really nice sweet and good laugh and stuff Anyhow, we, uh, you know, just became friends. And I just said, hey, we should hang out sometime. And she goes, I'm really busy, you know. And she literally <laughs> says, I've got this date and this date. So we, like, plan, like, like almost, like, three weeks in advance, like, Tuesday. She goes, I fly in at 3 p.m. And then, I'll see uh, you at 3.15 and or 3.45. Yeah, so I'm like, first of all, I'm already going, eh, you know, just kind of like. It's too much, There's yeah. just something about it. It's just, oh, but I'm like, okay, well, you, you know. I, Give it a shot. People tell me I'm, I, I cut things too quickly with people. I've been, been told that for years, by the way. And uh, one of, that's one of the reasons that I didn't cut things quickly with Summer, my ex, 
because, uh, you know, the signs are there right off the bat, man. Well, that's one thing everybody should learn. The signs, everybody will show you who they are day one. That's been day said before, one. yeah. Day one, pay attention. And so uh, this girl, and here we go. So the day one, first date with this girl. Uh, so already I'm, I'm not in that. And then, sorry, we, we agreed to meet at 7 p.m. Down in Manhattan Beach, close to where she lives. And uh, at her, she picked the place. And I, I go, okay. And then I get a text around 6.15 p.m. She goes, hey, just so you know, feeling kind of tired. So probably keep it early tonight. And I'm and I just text back. I go trying to lower expectations. Too too late, sugar. You know, just <laughs> you know, it's it's just like just see how the night goes. Yeah, yeah. You know, what I mean, when you get there, say hey, you know, just hey, by the way. Well, they're also another thing that I I've heard through the podcast is like they're just as nervous as or just like as as uh, I mean, this situation seems a little more weird because of all the things she was saying that setting it up like. I see what you're saying, though. She's like a little nervous, but they're too, like right? shit. Like I and I always, I always do stuff like that too with people, and I'm not even in t- meaning to do it. But I'm like, hey, uh, I can meet you before the show, but it's like five, but I, I have a show at seven thirty, and they're like, they're like, we get that, it, you have a show, yeah, it's a legit. You know what I mean? So, but yours is, I would interpret it the same way. I'm like, I got you. Yeah, We're not it's have like sex. just, <laughs> just come and hang. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, it's like, you I know got what it. Mean? Uh, but anyhow, we get there, and it was a fairly fancy place. You know, I would have just preferred a dive bar to sit here and. Just to talk Have a person. beer and you have a whatever and we'll just talk, yeah. That's first date. You know, I want to sit there and eat and all that kind of yeah. junk, you know. Anyhow, she orders an appetizer. She orders like a steak. She's got like two glasses of expensive wine. I had I ended up having three beers all night. And then when the check came, I just put my card down thinking she'd like like either say, hey, 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 you, you only had three it. beers. Yeah, or, yeah, yeah. or, or it, and she just let me take care. She'd even offer oh, to pay for the God. tip. $140 for three beers. Jesus. And I'm not even trying to take her home or go right. to sleep. I'm not, not even my ammo. Then we just walked down the street to some little dive bar, and I had like two more beers over the course of like five, six hours. And she goes, she goes, oh, well, let me get those. You got, you got the other place. <laughs> oh, thanks for the eight dollars. And anyhow, I just couldn't wait to, couldn't wait to say, hey, you're very. I couldn't wait to say good night. Yeah, bye. And I think she thinks nothing. She did nothing wrong. Right. I think she thinks that we had a great time, and I've and I've never. Um, that that oh, was all yeah. I needed to know right there. Well, I mean, there was so many, like you said, the signs are there. She's making it difficult to, she's basically unavailable because of her schedule issues. Mm-hmm. And then she makes you go all the way out to her, close to her to like. Which I don't mind. I mean, as a guy, I, I find that yeah. okay. I find that okay. It was more the not even offering. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's not about the cash. You know, I mean, it's I, a principle. I, just, just, just say, hey, let me get, let me get half, or let me, yeah. get, let me get the tip. No, let me get the tip. Right, just, right. just the way she handled it. At least the especially keep in mind during the course of dinner, she told me how she just bought a Porsche and she just bought a house. Oh wow. You know what I mean? So okay, get out of here. Jesus. Anyhow, that was all I needed to know. <laughs> I, I just I didn't lost. know you're going I, out with Emma Watson. I lost. That's different. I mean, <laughs> exactly. Things change when it's all yeah. Famous. So I was just like, okay, I'm just I'm done. What about that app for like entertainers? Have you seen that one that's out no, here? It's like a, it's like an app. Do you know what I'm talking about? Though? No, it's if for entertainers to date each other. Yeah, but like celebrities. So not it. Do, it's uh, you can qual. I think you qualify uh, if you're you know a booked comedian or like writer on a show. Or like uh, an actor. There are celebrities. Oh, okay. I think I've heard of it, but I thought it was just for like literally celebrities. I think it's more like people that are like, you don't want to have to deal with like people being, oh my God. Like they don't want people to know they're on the side. I swear to God, I could have sworn my friend was trying to get a date with, I'm not making this up, Keanu Reeves. Okay. Through that app. (laughs) I I go, really? I go, okay. It just sounded completely. uh, But she can't get on it unless she's like. 
like she's, SAG or she's quasi celebrity. Okay, so then not, maybe not she really, but she's right. you know mid celebrity, I guess. But those, but those are the types of people that they will allow on. But the whole point of the app is that you don't have people like being like, I just want to date Keanu Reeves. I yeah, guess. right, exactly. And then they can't even do it because people like us who are on the lower levels or, or like me, I should say, would be like, yeah, I want to go out with Heather Graham. So. Oh, right. She's funny. A, Heather Graham is on my list. She's my all-time favorite. Is that right? It's funny. I just had a conversation about literally about a month ago, and we were sitting going, whatever happened to Heather Graham? Oh, I follow her on Instagram. Oh, do you? <laughs> I mean, like she's acting careers? Oh, dude, I saw her at Ralph's one time buying a 12-pack around 11 p.m. at night. This is like That's six, awesome. seven years ago, dude. She rose way up on my freaking yeah, that makes on my list right there. Yeah. She's the most uh, – I think she just had a kid. Uh, I think she's single because uh, I was trying to get her on the on the podcast. But I oh, think nice. she does. Uh, she was just in some. She put together a movie um, that she directed too. So oh, she's, okay, she's cool. Busy. Yeah, right. yeah. No, because she was like she was had like almost like superstardom. Yeah, written you know after uh, boogie nights and stuff like that. Hangover and, too. She yeah. was in Hangover. Yeah, yeah. And then it just seems like kind of I don't know. One, uh, I don't I know. So Maybe much. more like an indie queen, I guess now. Or yeah, something. yeah, like yeah. Parker Posey, I guess, or something. Parker Posey, That's another, another great one. Man. Oh yeah. She's great. Yeah, yeah. So okay, so you went on Bumble. So we what's the next step? As your dad said, what are you? How are you going to meet these people? Yeah, well, you know, it's funny. My dad's like, you need to get a girlfriend. I'm like, Dad, what do you think? It just you just wake up and go, okay, I'm going to get a good girl today. I well, mean, this mentality too, though. You you yeah, said yourself that you wanted to take some time off. Uh, I make it very tough too. First of all, I don't date comedians. So I don't yeah. date com- I don't, I don't date either. female comics. I have a rule. I just, just, and I've but never. male comics. Are okay. <laughs> Comedians. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, you know, you're hanging out with comedians a lot. All the time. It's, uh, you know, and just, I just don't because I don't like to complicate my life. Yeah, that's just, a bad you know idea. I, mean? so, we say, I say that all the time. I'll never yeah, it's just, so, you know, that, that in your comedy clubs all the time. So where do you, where do you go? I have a few regular places I go where I just meet up with my buddies. So I'm not really putting myself out in the scene, yeah. I guess, you know. What about like music shows, like uh, other musicians? They're artists as well. They, yeah, they you know, I actually, it just it just hasn't happened, I guess, in the music world yet. Um, Joan Jett is single, I think. Now, yeah, you know what? I Pat used to Benetton. wait. I used to wait tables with Joan Jett's sister. Oh no! Way. Years ago, call yeah. her up. <laughs> I should. How? Why would? How would you know that Joan Jett's single? I, I don't. Oh, okay. I just, I just, I just, I a random. <laughs> <laughs> I look up for our for our site, which is kind of look up people uh, and see who's uh, who's still single. No. Oh, that's funny. What about, yeah, like there's so many singer-songwriters out here in, in Los Angeles that I would think that... Uh, Actually, I wouldn't mind uh, getting together with a singer-songwriter just because unlike comedy, where if you're dating comics, you still got to go work on your own acts. Musicians right. can work on their own stuff and work together and collaborate yeah. and sing together. And, Harmonize. Yeah, that would be something I would definitely be interested in. Like the in. Once movie? Like uh, yeah, which I have like not seen yet. What? I know I should see that. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I, I just... The music world is just, I'm so new to it still, even though it's been two and a half years, I guess. Yeah. I'm very new to it, but it's really weird because it's almost like I get to be a different character. It's almost like I get to really be me. Yeah. And uh, after all these years of hanging out in comedy clubs and being this, I just, I, I always just, I used to watch singer songwriters go, God, I just love to be in that world or just be one of them. It's so funny. You know, and now I'm not quite in that world, but I'm somewhat in it. But you and I had this conversation and I, and I think I told you this story, but I hadn't been on a stage as a musician for a long time. And I went to do a show, uh, just like my friend's bar where I, where I helped open. 
um, I did a I did a show where uh, it was like a reunion show. So I went on stage with my guitar. I did a couple songs. First song, everyone's on board because like, oh, it's the novelty of a comedian doing yeah, music. Yeah. He could actually sing. But then as soon as I was done, they like, do one more, and I did like some cover of a Kiss song or something like that. And all of a sudden, I remembered how different it is. No one's paying attention to you when you're at a bar uh, at a yeah. bar show doing covers. And I was like, oh, I get it. It's not stand up. Like you know, people are all eyes are on you. Completely, yeah. But when you're just playing in music, there's going to be times, even when you're the best, you know, every t- every band, there are certain songs like, oh, they're doing the new U2 song. I'm going to go get a beer It's it's talk to my it's the, you're, you're spot on, and that's one thing I've noticed, and that's almost what I like about music. There's been times where I've done a 45-minute set in front of, like, the bartender, the waiter, maybe two people sitting there not looking at me. I, I do, I mean, not that it wouldn't be nice of people, but I don't care. I'm up there playing for myself. I'm right. learning something. I don't need them to be looking at me. That's and good. It, and if you are just background, that means you're probably pretty good anyhow. It means you're pleasing to the ear. They can have a, they're not like going, geez, this guy's just. That's true. You it's know, different, here's different the greatest, mindset. here's the greatest background singer guy. This is years ago. This before I did my, this was before I was doing my originals. Uh, my buddy, um, he used to work at a place called Finn McCool's Irish pub in yeah. Santa Monica. And Wednesdays, he used to be a bartender there. And uh, he goes, hey, dude, why don't you come down and set up your amp and just play? Be the cover guy, you know, free beers and uh, free food. And uh, I'm like, sure, if I'm in town. So I went down there. There's like 25 people. It's a big place, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And, and, and there's like maybe 20, 25 people. I'm playing, doing like three 45-minute sets, you know. And I'm up there, nobody pays attention. I'm up there, nobody pays attention. I'm up there, you know, doing my covers and stuff. And I try to make them more original than I don't do like Brown Eyed Girl and right. Hotel California. Deep cuts. Yeah, album tracks, that kind of stuff. I'm a big Jackson Brown guy. He's not super oh, he's famous, so I do a lot of Jackson Brown stuff and, you know, stereophonics, bands from all over. Anyway, I started doing Chasing Cars because that's one of my favorite songs of yeah. all time. And it's funny because I actually make fun of it a lot in my comedy act. But you do. I'm just doing this straight, you know, we'll do it. Oh. As soon as I start singing that, you know, and I play it pretty well, I sing it, I stay pretty faithful to the original. This group of people who had been there all night, all of a sudden they stand up. And they're like pointing at me and they're, they're clinking their beers and they're, they're laughing and singing along with me, kind of like drunken yeah. me. And I'm like going, why, why all of a sudden? Do they this not like song, this song? Yeah. Do they, they think it's like the, the wimpy song. It was Snow Patrol. Yeah. It was the band oh, Snow Patrol awesome. sitting there the whole night. So I sang the Snow Patrol song with Snow Patrol that's singing along awesome. with me. That was the greatest background singing guy story ever. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? Did they come up and sing or no? No, they Probably did. Not. But I went over and got to meet the whole band afterwards. That's so I cool. took a picture with Gary Lightbody, the lead singer and stuff. And they were all smashed, dude. They were all drinking, man, hard. That is so cool. Mm. So let's let's go back to the dating situation here really Just, quick. Okay. We're almost we're almost done. I okay. think you got your car situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Where do they are they pretty strict out here? I don't know. I'm guessing. Yeah. Well, you know, there's the a street. lot of cars on the street. I, I don't have the placard is all the thing, so oh, it may okay. take them a couple of seconds. We'll we'll give it a couple of minutes, but let's okay. let's let's uh, let's get to the point here. What yeah. are what are you looking for in a what are the quality what what is it that you want? What's a what's the in a the, girl in a girl that you uh, yeah, you know I'm a plain Jane kind of guy. Plain I, Jane. I like the girls who no can makeup. Just, yeah, I like the no <laughs> makeup. I mean, I like a girl who can obviously dress up and yeah, yeah. you know. But I like a girl who would be comfortable playing on the softball team, you know, uh, just getting up. You got low maintenance. Low maintenance. You got to like. Well, I will say this: the one thing that my the ex brought into my life was she brought her two dogs, and so we had the dogs all the time. One of them we ended up having to put down while oh. we were still together. And, but I mean, that literally was a life changer. Like I knew I liked dogs. I didn't know how much I liked dogs. You need dogs. And must so, love dogs. Yeah, must. It's it's an absolute must. And uh, you know. I generally like them petite, sort of athletic-y, you know, get up and go kind of, 
spur of the moment ish kind of, oh, kind of standard stuff, I guess. So you can wrestle with, but you can yeah, also just win. Just one who can just handle, you know, <laughs> have a little bit of a, you know, can handle a joke. Yeah, uh, you have to be able to laugh at yourself. Anybody, yeah, yeah. Who t- and this this is friends or date. Sure, you can't handle any. There's two types of people in the world. There's only I came up with this a long time ago. Two types of people in the world. You should listen to this. Whoever's listening, anybody you don't get along with in life, I'm I'm telling you personally. If there's if you look back, there's somebody you should never could get along with. You don't even know why. The reason is, I guarantee it, every single person couldn't laugh at themselves. They didn't have a sense of humor about yeah. themselves. That is the key to life right there. My my slogan that I have on thing uh, when they interview me is I say, if you if you can't uh, laugh, you're doing it wrong. Yep. Some similar thing. Now, what are the things that are you're definitely what you've learned in your relationships, like what you definitely won't deal with anymore, like turn offs. Is there like a deal breaker for you? Like someone's like, I hate Jackson Brown. Are you like, I'm out, I'm out. <laughs> Uh, that, well, the, the not laughing at themselves kind of thing. That is number one deal breaker. Uh, boy, it's really tough deal breaker. I wouldn't say that, you know, she, uh, taught me anything that like, Oh, I'll never, cause you know, cause Just she in did general, that. like based on your, you whole- know, you know, it's, it's standard stuff. You know, it's like, you know, there were certain times when I saw her and she was like a little bit of a bitch to people and I, How I they treat I, other people. Yeah. And I go, and I was like, I just kind of, I didn't, I just put it. I should have acknowledged it and gone. That, that's a sign of who she is, you know. They're showing you who they are. Yeah, yeah. So just you know, be a nice person for God's sakes. You know what I mean? It's 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 not that tough. But uh, and also, I mean, you gotta have you gotta have. Everybody needs to have. We talked about this earlier with the parents and stuff. But everybody has to have a hobby. They have to have something they do other yeah. than just a relationship or their job. They've you got to have something you do to just make yourself. Give yourself something to talk to, talk about. Give somebody else that's something you can get right. interested in. You have to have a hobby. You have to have something you do for you just yourself. Sure. I don't care if it's needlepoint, if it's photography. <laughs> well, needlepoint. Well, maybe. okay. Well, I'm getting the 1940s podcast. <laughs> uh, I don't care if it's frisbee golf. If you're passionate about it, be be it, do uh, it, and get into these it. These are all horrible. They're hobbies. horrible. That's why I'm saying though, <laughs> if you're gonna, I don't care though. Just if just, you're passionate about something, do something and do it to the max. Okay, that you makes know? sense. Yeah. Johnny, thank you so much for doing the podcast. Where can people find out more about your upcoming shows and uh, and follow you and all that yeah, stuff? Yeah, johnnycardinelli.com. It's C-A-R-D-I-N-A-L-E, johnnycardinelli.com. That's my stuff right there. Instagram is my big jam these days. Nice. I post a lot of videos on Instagram, singing. At Johnny Cardinelli? Yep, at Johnny Cardinelli. Uh, Facebook, Twitter, everything's Johnny Cardinelli. Yeah. So I was lucky to get all of them. Nice. Well, thank you so much, Johnny, for coming on, and thanks for giving us all the great advice. And thank you, everyone, for uh, listening in to this episode of Singles Only. My name is Paul Farvar. If you have not subscribed already, please do so, and also review us, tell your friends, all that good stuff.